Hi, I'm Sonia, Santa's little helper. We're broadcasting from the North Pole on a rapidly moving sled, dashing through the... Oh, I said too much. Take it away, Mr. Showbiz. Well, thank you very much, Sonia. I really appreciate that lovely introduction. Be careful on your way out the door. There's the stairs down there. I don't want you to slip. Be careful, Sonia. Hey, I'm Sid Griffin. You're riffing with Griffin. Hi, hello, and how are you? It's wonderful to have you all back again on one of the shows. So... I told her to look out for that door. Anyway, I'm Sid Griffin. You're riffing with Griffin. We're going to start off straight away. It's our first Christmas show in a couple of years. I've skipped it for a while because I've had a Christmas show every December. And it's a bit of a cliche, so I let it go for a year or two. We're back. It's 2018. It's going to be 2019. Duh. And here are Ron Holden and the Thunderbirds kicking it off with Who Said There Ain't No Santa Claus? And when she died, they paid me double For my boss, where he don't live And he give me money for that nigga deal Now, who said ain't no Santa Claus? Uh, I did Who said there ain't no Santa Claus? And now the state give me boys free Now doing time, it ain't much fun But I got a friend who give me a gun now Who said ain't no Santa Claus? Mm, I did I ain't heard no sleigh bells ring Or seen no reindeer fly But all them nice things happening Don't just drop in the sky Now some folks just ain't got no faith to last in a hallway But I believe in Santa Claus How lucky can I get? Well, cause now I got my own self They dress me up and they cut my hair And now they're gonna give me the The chair I told you so Baby. 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 Baby.
Fatty Day. Let's start at the top. We started off, as I said, with Ron Holden and the Thunderbirds doing Who Said They Ain't No Sanity Clause? Ron Holden was from Seattle. He's one of the, I think he's born about 1939. He's one of the many R&B singers that America spat forth in the 1950s, 1960s. I remember talking with Greg Shaw about all the garage bands that came out duh, of the garage in 64, 65. And he was a big garage band freak. And I was telling him, well, no less than the R&B scene, which burst forth in America then. I mean, about mid-50s to, God, when did it start to die? I suppose with disco. A 20-year glut. No, glut's the wrong word because I love that kind of music. But 20 years of uh, dealer's choice. I mean, there were all sorts of great R&B acts coming out of everywhere. Louisville, Kentucky, Seattle, Washington, Timbuktu, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Anyway, that was uh, Ron Holden. He's a a semi-regular on the Lloyd Thaxton Show in LA. And if you know who Lloyd Thaxton is, if you're from Southern California, you can groove to that afternoon show and think, wow, Ron Holden, the Thunderbirds doing their R&B thing on there. Kind of like Otis Redding with a bar case, something along that kind of line. Anyway, Ron Holden did really well on the West Coast. He was fairly big in LA, blah, 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 blah. He appeared at the Apollo in Harlem, but he never really broke through in a national kind of scene. I remember his uh, song, Love You So, which goes for about 500 bucks if you have a new copy that's mint. That was from 1959. It was his biggest number one, biggest hit. It got to number 11. I think it was on Donna Records. It might have been on Delphi. I'm not really sure. But that was Ron Holden's bag. Now, I'm talking about Santa's got a brand new bag. The follow-up was Fatty Daddy. I felt weird that a few years ago we had the uh, Christmas show. I did a lot of bluegrass and country and western records. So I'm kind of turning the dial here, doing a little more R&B to kind of equal that one out, that show of a couple years out. So Fatty Daddy was one of another one of these American... R&B guys that burst forth like uh, so many did in in the 60s. I mean, we keep thinking about Motown and Stax Volt and maybe Federal would come to mind and King, the great record labels for R&B and for so many kinds of music because King also had a, a lot of country and Western guys. But Fatty Daddy, I mean, you, a guy like that comes out with a cracking record like Holiday Baby and some more obscure things. I believe this was a release on Federal where James Brown started doing his early things. And then the guys just sort of fade away. You don't really know all that much about them. What's incredible about that is, is it's like, the, you know, again, the 60s garage scene. These 60s anthologies of garage punk and freak beat are still coming out. And these R&B anthologies, turning us on to guys like Fatty Daddy and Ron Holden and so on and so forth, they're still coming out. Ace Records is going to be in business for a long time doing these reissues. Anyway, let's stop there talking about Federal Records. This was on uh, Federal Records around 62 or 63. It was written by the great Zella Bridge. It was a bit of a classic back in the day of a perennial Christmas favorite. But who's it by? It's by not B.B. King, not Albert King, not Billie Jean King, not Earl King, not uh, King George III. No, sir. This is from, uh, it was about the time of his Freddie Goes Surfing LP on Federal Records. This is the man that wrote uh, Hideaway in San Jose. This is the great Freddie King doing I Hear Jingle Bells. (laughs) 
su camisa. De que color esta su camisa? Anyway, so that was Elvez. Uh, as in Elvis, get it? Elvez, the Vez? No, you don't get it? All right, well, we'll back announce it. Uh, first off, we heard Freddie King. It was on Federal Records. It was uh, his song, I Heard Jingle Bells. He has a fantastic Freddie King solo. Freddie King played with a weird technique. He had a plastic thumb pick on his thumb, and he had a uh, one finger, I think the, the, the index finger, had a metal finger pick on it. And that was his technique, which is kind of like what Lester Flatt did in Flatt and Scruggs or Bill Murray and the Bluegrass Boys. Because Lester was mainly keeping rhythm. Although he didn't invent or make popular, should we say, the Lester Flatt G-Run. Now, Freddie King, he, he played circles around me and Lester Flatt and probably you. But Freddie King had a, had a really unique tone that it just... On that, I hear Jingle Bells, when you get to the solo, even if you weren't listening to the vocal of the song, you'd know immediately who that was playing the solo within about four notes. And that's one thing I love about guitar players. When you know who they are within about four notes due to their tone and what their musical attack is and the opening musical statement is. I don't like guitar players that sound like other guitar players, which most guitar players do. Elvez followed that up. Uh, he's about five years younger than me, as I recall, because I remember when Elvez, born Robert Lopez in uh, East L.A., I believe, he was, Robert Lopez was in the Zeros. I used to see them at the Mask Club, Brendan Mullen's wonderful punk club around 77, maybe early 78. There were four masks. People think there were two. There was actually four. And I remember the Zeros, they were just kids, Mexican-American, Latino-American kids. And they had a, a brilliant band. I believe one of them was Alejandro Escovedo's brother. Wasn't Javier Escovedo in it? I think he was. Great band. I thought, well, well, those guys broke up. We won't know much about him. But he went on a Catholic Discipline with Kickboy Face, a.k.a. Claude Bessie, and Craig Lee was on drums of Catholic Discipline. I thought, oh, he's great in two good acts. And then later on, when uh, Robert Lopez did the Elvez thing, I mean, it's it's a really big act in America. They're doing surprisingly well. They don't mean anything in Europe that I know of, unless there's some scene in Spain where Elvez goes and tours, and I'm unaware of it. But he's actually kind of a big star in America, and he does sort of a... a a sincere Elvis Presley thing, but he's not an imitator. He just looks like a Mexican-American Elvis. And a lot of his songs are sort of Cesar Chavez-pointed political lyrics. I mean, he's, he's really good. I give a total thumbs up to Elvis. If you can check him out, Robert Lopez, but it's E-L, new word, V, capital V-E-S, Elvis. And he's really an amazing guy. Speaking of an amazing guy, I was playing in uh, Sweden, four or five solo gigs in September. Had a marvelous time seeing my friends there. Hanging out with Tommy Solstrom of the band Stupidity and Pele and Urban and uh, Peter Holstadt. So many of these great guys. And uh, they were telling me that when you go to the Abbey Museum, check out Benny Anderson's new band. I said, Benny Anderson, the keyboard player of Abbey, has a new band? They said, yeah, they're, they're, it's called Benny Anderson's Orchestra. Check them out. Well, here is Benny Anderson's Orchestra doing a Christmas song. Lilla Greta, Greta, tomten kom Hon satt i knät på gamla farmor Och hon lät rätt illa Tomten hade skrämt den lilla Tomten han är snäll, sa farmor Han kom hit ikväll Och gav dig knappar, minst du väl Den gästen överkommen och förresten Tomten har åkt hem Vill du veta var han bor? Mil åt öster, några mil åt väster Lite norr åt söder, enligt vad jag tror 
Ja, Tomten har och hem Vill du veta vart han får Jo, hon får ta varandra Till sin fru Amanda Sina tio bröder Och sin far och mor Alla nissar när de små Har väntat så Ja, nu kan dansen gå De tar ett steg åt höger Och sen några steg Rakt fram, pibipam, pibipam, pibipam alla slår varandra på låren och bräker som fåren och spelar på kam. Amanda hoppar kroka med nissarna tätt bakom. Piripom, piripom, piripom. Nissarna som kan gå på händer, de låter som händer. De kacklar liksom. Lilla Kretas gråd tog slut och kinden som var vårt. Den torka farmor efteråt. Min flicka sa hon här. Det är saft att dricka Tomtar er ett bra sak reda Tomtar er ett bra sak reda Tomte vill jag ha varenda dag Kan jag få ta en kaka Kommer tomten snart tillbaka Tomten har och vem Vill du veta var han bor Några mil och öster Några mil och väster Inte norr och söder Enligt vad jag tror Steg åt höger och sen några steg Rakt fram, biripam, biripam, biripam Alla slår varandra på låren Och bräker som fåren och spelar på kam Amanda hoppar kroka med nissarna tätt bakom Biripom, biripom, biripom Nissarna som kan gå på händer De låter som händer De kacklar liksom Santa Claus is coming to town. Christmas is a joyous time of year. For an underprivileged child, this isn't always true. This is Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys, Alan, Michael, Carl, Brian, and myself. I'd like to ask all of you to join in with us in donating a toy to an underprivileged children organization so they too might possibly share in a very, very happy Christmas this year. Thank you. You know, there's a lot of cold wind blowing out there every kind of winter in your neck of the woods, unless maybe you're down under where it's actually summertime. But there's a lot of cold wind blowing out there. And there's a lot of people going hungry. And Dennis Wilson's quite right. I want you all to remember those that are less fortunate than yourself every winter. There's a lot of people uh, sleeping homeless. There's a lot of people uh, sleeping rough. It's very tough out there. Any charitable contributions that you can do to a legitimate charity, that money goes so far at Christmas times and means so much to so many, be it a Toys for Tots situation or what, whatever, what have you. But every time I tra traipse down a London street and I see somebody sleeping in the rough, homeless, yes, I'm a little intimidated and I'm a little, I'm glad it's not me, as they say, and do you know it's Christmas? that lyric of that great charity song. But, but think about that person and try and do the right thing and see if you can't make some little difference with a charitable contribution somewhere along the line. So that's Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys saying something I should have said earlier. 
Before that was Benny Anderson's orchestra. I have no idea how to pronounce this Swedish uh, word phrase. I don't even know what it means. It says Tompton Hard Ark Him. I don't know what it means. It's a it's a Christmas record. What happens was I was playing in uh, Sweden as I said last September doing four or five solo shows, and I was went on a CD hunt the day of one of the shows in Stockholm at the. Uh, I was going to play, I can't remember the name of the place I was playing, but they shut it down two days before I got there because they lost their liquor license. So I played in the basement of a guitar store called Twang. If you're ever in Stockholm and you know anything about the guitars, anything about guitars, go to Twang, T-W-A-N-G, exclamation point. On the ground floor is a marvelous coffee shop where the food's good. So you don't have to be a guitarist to want to go to Twang. So anyway, I did this marvelous gig, but the day before, maybe it was the day after, I was looking for records in Stockholm as is my want. And I went to the ABBA Museum earlier where I bought uh, just some silly ABBA guitar picks. And, you know, I didn't buy a shirt or anything, but I bought some silly dumb things. And I bought one of Benny Anderson Orchestra's records because I saw these film clips on the wall at the end of the Abbey Museum where it says what the four of them are doing today. And I was so very impressed that, that Benny was playing Swedish folk music. Well, when I got to Pet Sounds Records in Stockholm, a very famous store there, they said, oh, we recognize you. We're talking about records. I mean, the two guys in the shop. They're getting ready to close around six o'clock on a, whatever the day it was. And I showed them what I'd bought. And they said, oh, this one from Benny Anderson's orchestra. You realize that's a Christmas record, don't you? And I said, no, I had no idea. It's got a red cover. I should have guessed. I said, no, I just thought it was traditional Swedish folk music. They said, no, 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 no. That's what the other ones are. But anyway, I've talked to my friend Urban Hendrickson in Malmo. And he says, no, these are very popular uh, records by the Benny Anderson Orchestra. He doesn't sing. He's got a male singer, of course. He's got a female singer. And they're very popular. They they sell a lot of records in Sweden. They play uh, big dances. I, I, the film clips I saw were just beautiful of, of hundreds of people ballroom dancing or maybe Swedish traditional dancing. And it's a music based on a lot of fiddles played in unison with harmony too. And then some accordions and things. It was beautiful. So I don't even know what the heck... Uh, I was playing that Benny Anderson record for other than it's Christmas time and I thought I might as well use it. I still don't quite know what Swedish traditional music is. And I won't know from this next, rec next record either. This is Robbie Robertson and the band that Rick Danko, Garth Hudson, uh, uh, Richard Manuel, and of course the late Le great Levon Helm as well. This is Robbie Robertson and crew doing Christmas Must Be Tonight. Down to the manger See the little stranger Wrapped in swaddling Below the prince of peace The wheels start turning Torches start burning And behold wise men Journey from the east much joy, son of a carpenter, Mary carried the light, this must be Christmas, must be tonight. A shepherd on the hillside, where over my flock I abide, on a cold winter night. And the angels sing In a dream 
I heard a voice Say fear not, come rejoice It's the end of the beginning Praise the newborn king How a little baby boy Bring the people so much joy Son of a carpenter A new day was coming 
My dear friend, the late, great Greg Trooper, and it's called Muhammad Ali, The Meaning of Christmas. Pretty good song for Christmas show, duh. Now let's start with those two songs. I want to start really with the band. That's from their last album, Islands. I think it was the ninth LP for Capitol Records, their last proper studio album. Yes, they made two albums without Robbie Robertson in the 1990s, but I kind of, I hate to sound like a schmuck, but I kind of don't count those as real band albums. I'm sorry, guys, I just don't. Without Robbie Robertson... I'm not saying he was everything because you had Rick Danko, the great, great fretless bass player, Dylan's favorite harmony singer, brilliant vocalist, the iconic late Le- great Levon Helm, the also equally iconic and, and indisputable uh, secret weapon, Garth Hudson on keyboards, the madman, the phantom of the opera, and then the beautiful vocals and rhythm piano, as it were, of Richard Manuel. It was a wonderful act, the band. Five dynamic personalities that made it all made a great instrumental contribution. But I think Robertson, being the main songwriter, did at the end of the day carry the most weight in some cultural way. I didn't realize that Islands was a contractual obligation recording of outtakes and demos till years and years later. And although it is superficial when compared to the first two band albums, which are both A plus five star classics. Uh, I guess it doesn't really stack up in some ways, but it's a wonderful record. I, I quite like it. This Ride as Rain's a good song. Uh, Streetwalker's a good song. Blah, blah, blah. The wonderful version of George on My Mind that Richard Manuel sings. It's a good album. Islands by the band. Boom. From that Christmas record by Robbie Robertson's old crew, Greg Trooper, my dear friend, who I, I miss terribly to this day. He's been gone, uh, is it two years this January or three? seems like 10. I, I miss him so much. If there's an afterlife, I sincerely hope to meet Greg Trooper in it. Uh, his song, The Meaning of Christmas, brackets Muhammad Ali, or the other way around, Muhammad Ali brackets The Meaning of Christmas, closed brackets, is from an LP on Sugar Hill Records from 2003 called Floating. Steve Earls recorded two of uh, Greg's songs, and that's one of them. If Steve Earl likes a song and says it's a good song, you can pretty much bank that it's a good song. Bless Steve Earl's heart. We're going to hear some, a new artist now that, that most of you do not know, although he's been making some waves in London when he gets his butt out of Oklahoma. Let's hear it right now, and I'll tell you a little bit about it. Come 
Santa. I used to make my dad laugh every holiday season. I don't know where I got that from some stupid movie, but I'd say it to him and he would laugh at the dinner table. Anyway, that's J.D. McPherson, a young buck from Oklahoma. He's sort of a 50s Sun Records obsessed guy, or so I thought. He's doing well in London and parts of Europe. He hasn't really broken through any big deals yet, but J.D. McPherson's got a lot of talent. I first heard of him, I think it was the Cole Porters, my old bluegrass band, C-O-A-L, Cole Porters, Neil Robert Hurd, and uh, Paul Fitzgerald were talking about this guy, J.D. McPherson, and his song, Northside Gal, is one of my favorite songs. I think I played it on one of the previous podcasts of Calling All Cole Porters. I think I did. Anyway, that's J.D. McPherson. Hey, Skinny Santa. He's from Oklahoma. What else do you need to know? The only thing that kind of bugs me about it, J.D., because I know I have J.D.'s ear. He listens to what I say. Uh, I've never met him, actually. It sounds so much like Louis Jordan at times that you almost want the Oklahoma kid to dial it back a little. Anyway, Socks is J.D. McPherson's wonderful Christmas LP from whence this track came. The whole LP Socks, although it's Christmas music. It's really good. I urge you to check it out. And now here's a word from our Georgia friends all the way from Athens. Let's hear what R.E.M. have to say.
Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Where treetops glisten and children listen And young folks dressed up like Eskimos I'll send some turkey and some mistletoe With every Christmas card I write May your days be cheery and bright And we'll find it hard sleeping tonight We know that Santa's on his way He's packing lots of toys and goodies in his sleigh And every mother's child is sure to spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this special gift For kids from 1-92 I know it's been said many times Many ways Merry Christmas to you And every mother's child is sure to spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this special gift For kids from 1-92 I know it's been said many times Many ways Merry Christmas to you and the Trailblazers, a.k.a. the band Hot Rise. I don't really know uh, the Hot Rise guys, but I was taught mandolin for a while by Tim O'Brien, and he, he was kind enough to play a mandolin solo on our album, The Coal Porters, C-O-A-L, like a chunk of coal. The Coal Porters, my old bluegrass band, he played mandolin on our Durango album, which has a lovely blue cover, came out in, when did it come out? 2010, as I recall. It's Neil Robert Hurd's favorite Cole Porter's album, for what it's worth. And again, it had, uh, in fact, it had Peter Rowan on it. Now that I think about it, we had Peter Rowan and Tim O'Brien on that record. Go figure. So that's Red Knuckles and the Trailblazers, the alter ego band of the band Hot Rise. And Hot Rise is, of course, the secret ingredient of Martha White Flower. So if you're a country western fan or a bluegrass fan, you follow what I'm saying. And if you're almost anything else in this world, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So what would happen is, is, is the band Hot Rise would go on the road and they'd sometimes uh, open for themselves 
as Red Knuckles and the Trailblazers and do satirical songs. They do like country and western versions of the Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit and so on and so forth. And it was hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. And no, you didn't have to be there because they have Red Knuckles and the Trailblazers albums where you can relive the gig in the privacy of your own home decades after their last uh, time on stage. Oh, I tell a lie because Hot Rise did get together. Their guitar player, Charles, died. But uh, they got together with, I think it was Brian Sutton on guitar and and uh, had been doing some touring lately. So Hot Rise have returned from the grave after about 20 years. Next up from Australia, which is down under, this is C.W. Stone King. <laughs> Got you a Christmas present. Christmas present? Yeah. But, but this ain't Christmas. Why, this ain't nothing but Christmas Eve. Oh, Willie. Huh? Got a Christmas tree with a star on top. It's shining bright. It just won't stop. Yeah. You can hang your stocking uh-huh. in my tree. Oh, daddy, we'll be for the trees. Mama, wait and see. Oh, yeah. star, I'm told, in Australia. A very clever blues singer from down there. He's only 44 years old. Go figure that. By the time he was about 33 or 32, he was doing well down under. Uh, Kevin Stokes, our wonderful engineer from the band Souther Still, tonight was telling me that he saw C.W. Stone King knock him dead at the borderline here in London a few years ago. I wish I'd have known about him then. I wasn't aware of his music till uh, last year or two. He's a deserved star down under, as I said. He's pals with Jack White. 
appearing on Jack White's recent, I think it came out in May, no, March of this year, Jack's recent Boarding House Reach LP. So you know you're doing something right when you're hanging out with Jack White and getting the thumbs up from that old boy. We're going to do two more songs, and then I'm going to ask engineer Kevin Stokes to do something special. So we'll be right back with Traveler and Bill Monroe. Deck the halls It's Christmas Eve at Kroger Wake me when it's over And the family goes home Oh, deck the halls After all Of last year's gifts forgotten Watch the old man soften To the tune of Silent Night Christmas Eve at Kroger Wake me when it's over Kroger, and actually I think that's grammatically wrong. It says Christmas at Kroger. It's like saying Christmas at Tesco. I think they really mean Christmas at Kroger's. It's like a Tesco or a Sainsbury's. See, you wouldn't say Christmas at Sainsbury. You'd say Christmas at Sainsbury's. So I think that's grammatically an incorrect title, gentlemen. That's the band, alt-country band Traveler, made up of Robert Ellis, Corey Chisel, and Jerry Corndog, whose real name is Jerry Fritz, because nobody's last name is Corndog. 
It's from their album, uh, the Traveler album, Western Skies, came out about a year ago, recorded in Appleton, Wisconsin, a town where the Cole Porters played a memorable gig, or was it Western Electric played a memorable gig in Appleton, Wisconsin, around 2001, and almost caused us to break up. It was so cold, and one of our band members went AWOL, and I'm still mad about it to this day, about 17 years later, so you watch out, buddy, if I see you on the street. Anyway, uh, they're basically talking about going to Tesco's or Sainsbury's, or Morrison's, and buying grub. Now, let's move him right along. One of my favorite heroes of all time is Bill Monroe, Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys. You all know I love the great mandolinist boy from Kentucky. And there's a new Bill Monroe biography out now. That's me smacking it on the head. It's written by Tom Ewing, who played lead guitar and was a vocalist with Bill Monroe for like the last 10 years of the band. It is called Bill Monroe, The Life and Music of the Bluegrass Band by, logically enough, Tom Ewing. It's on University of Illinois Press. You ought to check it out. And here's Bill and the Boys doing his Christmas record called, uh, I got a Christmas record too, come to think of it. This is Bill and the Boys doing Christmas Times a Coming. Christmas time's coming. We missed it. What kind of band are you, Hillbillies? You call yourselves a bluegrass band? Come on, boys. Bill, let's get it right. Ed Mayfield, step up to the mic. Let's go. Christmas time's coming. Christmas time's coming. Christmas time's coming. And I know I'm going home. Snowflakes are falling. Old homes are calling. Tall pines are humming. Christmas time's are coming. Can't you hear them bells ringing, ringing? Joy, do you hear them singing? When it's snowing, I'll be going back to my country Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, and I know I'm going Yearning for the folks at home when Christmas times are coming. Can't you hear them bells ringing, ringing? Joy, oh, hear them singing. When it's snowing, I'll be going back to my country home. Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, and I know I'm going home. Olives in the window, homeward the wind blows. Can't walk for running, Christmas times are coming. Can't you hear them bells ringing, ringing? Joy, oh, hear them singing. When it's snowing, I'll be going back to my country home. Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, and I know I'm going. 
Thank God you guys got through the whole thing. I thought you'd never get it right. There'd be consequences if you couldn't get it right that time, Monroe. Yeah, I ain't fooling with you boys. Anyway, that's Christmas Time a Coming by Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys, recorded October 28th, 1951 at Castle Studios. Where was that? It was actually just in the Tulane Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Isn't that weird? Castle Studios. It was just a room at the Tulane Hotel in 8th Avenue in Nashville, Tennessee. Paul Cohen produced it for Decca Records, and the band of Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys was Bill Monroe and Mandolin and Vocals, duh. That's my third duh of the show, by the way. Ed Mayfield, who, who was a Texas, a real Texas cowboy playing guitar for Bill at the time, he died around age 32 of terrible tragedy. And it's in the uh, book I'm going to tell you about in a minute. James Garfield Bowers played the banjo. Shorty Sheenan played the string bass. Gordon Terry played the fiddle. And Owen Bradley, the Owen Bradley, who produced all those great Patsy Cline hits, played vibes. It's found, it's an outtake actually. It's not the take six, which is the single. That was take four. And it's found on a marvelous five-CD collection called Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys, Castle Studio, 1950-1951, The Complete Sessions. It's on RWA Records, which is Richard White's Archives, which is a uh, division of Rockstar Records, which I think, isn't he the guy that did Bear Family Records over there in Germany? I think he is. Anyway, that was written by Tex Logan, who quit the band to teach higher mathematics. So the next time you're looking at a hillbilly fiddler and thinking they're a yahoo, let me remind you, Tex Logan quit Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys to teach higher mathematics at a university, then went on to work for NASA. So don't make fun of those guys. Now, last song of the night. This is by the Long Riders. This is the only song of the Long Riders, my band, right? Yeah, the 80s. Ask your grandparents if you don't know who we are that the late John Peel ever played on the air. He didn't like us for some reason, but he did like this song and played it every Christmas. This is Christmas in New Zealand by the Long Riders, and then Baby, I'm out of here. But listen up one more time. It's a funny song. Yes, I miss the snowflakes covering the trees. Sure, I smell the dumplings which warm you in the freeze. Although I'm sitting safe and warm, my nights are cold and blue. It's Christmas in New Zealand, I'm down under without you. Christmas in New Zealand, I'm down under without you. 15,000 miles away, I can't believe it's true. The Maoris have the table set, roast beef hold the bone. I'm starting to feel sad and yet we're a nuclear free zone. Greenpeace couldn't park their boat, the rugby team got drunk. Santa seems so far away, I feel just like a monk. Now I don't mean to put the people down of this year place. I just want my Christmas balls hanging in their place Now I've got a funny feeling It's Christmas in New Zealand I don't know what to say As I'm watching Kiwis play It's Christmas in New Zealand
say I hope you're having fun I'll be surfing on the coast not far from Wellington Now if you want to reach me call me anytime I'll be home at Auckland 6 209 I don't know if Saint Nick has his island in his plans He's been up and freezing cold and I still got a tan Now I've got a from 1985 it was an outtake from the album State of Our Union why bring that up the reason is State of Our Union has been reissued in a three CD set on November 30th this year and since it's only mid-December now you can imagine we gotta plug that sucker so there's three CDs you get uh, the original album with four no yeah the original album with four B-sides on disc one disc two is demos for State of Our Union you get 12 tracks previously unreleased and disc three is a live uh Concert of the Long Rays at that time at the Mean Fiddler in December 1985 when I was young and still good looking. And it comes with a poster, I kid you not, a poster, which my dog Jess has chewed the corner of. And there's a booklet with many unseen before pictures and liner notes by Tom Stevens. And you're saying, well, what about Two-Fisted Tales, the album after that? That is also out on a three-CD set, also on Cherry Red Records, Two-Fisted Tales by the Long Riders. And uh, it also is a three-CD set with the original album, B-Sides, second CD being demos, and the third CD being a uh, 1987 concert by the Longriders. It, too, has a CD booklet with an essay by Sid Griffin. Let's hear it for Sid Griffin. So that's kind of cool. Somebody just shoot that guy? Sounds like it. Anyway, so they're out now. Two reissues by the Longriders. I'm very, very proud of that. We're going to hit the road next April and uh, Europe, and I think we're hitting the road in September, 
No, August, September, August into September in the United States and North and Canada. I forgot to mention Bill Monroe has a new biography out. It's written by Tom Ewing. I should have said it when I was playing Christmas Time's A Coming. It's called Bill Monroe, The Life and Music of the Bluegrass Man. It's a brilliant work. It is not a slight read. I'm turning it open to the back of the text. It's about 500-something pages long, 505 pages long. It's written by Tom Ewing, as I said, who was the last guitar player and last singer for Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys. It's highly recommended. It's Christmas time now. I've plugged the long riders. I've plugged a bunch of guys I don't even ever going to meet in my life. When am I going to bump into Fat Daddy? Can't bump into Ron Holden. He's dead. Bill Monroe's deceased as well. But these are wonderful musical people who all took time out from their careers to make you a Christmas record. Why? To remind you that this is the season of giving, of caring. And as Dennis Wilson said, if there's something you can do for those less fortunate than you this holiday season, there is no better time of year to do it. No better time to make a financial contribution or contribution of some of your own time, giving up your most precious time from loved ones and all. And uh, I know wherever I speak, I'm a, I'm a weak, uh, I think they would call me a wet liberal here in the UK. I know wherever I speak. So ladies and gentlemen, with that charitable thought in mind, let me say on behalf of Sonia, myself, and our brilliant engineer, Kevin Stokes, have a wonderful holiday season. Maybe you don't celebrate Christmas, but you must celebrate something. Whatever you celebrate with family and friends, I hope you celebrate it well and in a sober, temperate way where you don't do anything too stupid. And I hope to see everybody and hear from everybody via various emails and so on and so forth. This is Sid Griffin on behalf of Sonia, on behalf of Kevin Stokes, the entire team here, on behalf of Jess the dog, the Springer Spaniel that goes in the background every once in a while. Thanks, everybody, for everything. It's been a wonderful show. Have a very Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho.